Good day, and welcome to Far Reaches Extra, or FRX as we call it. FRX is a chance for the gang to reach a little deeper with a one-on-one -on -one interview and discover people and topics that make this world worth living in. We hope you enjoy this random journey and feel free to send in your suggestions or even call us out to be on the next episode of Far Reaches Extra. And greetings, salutations, and hey, of course, how your mom and them? Welcome to the latest edition of Far Reaches Extra. This is the one-on-one -on -one segment where we delve a little deeper into kind of off topics and conversations that sometimes lend themselves better to just one-on-one, -on -one, kind of like prom night, uh, and also just uh, how our schedules match up and some of our passions. And so uh, joining us today on Far Reaches Extra is Mr. Kyle Marino of the Central Oregon region. And... And Kyle, there's many reasons why I thought about bringing you on to Far Reaches. Uh, you know, full disclosure, we've known each other for quite some time. Both survived to tell the tales on this side. But really, uh, as I might have guessed, you're, you're on here because of something you had nothing to do with, really. Uh, and what I'm going to get to is like, um, Kyle was diagnosed and had uh, COVID-19, corona, coronavirus, the Rona, as some might call it. And so, you know, for me personally, I... We all hear a lot of, yeah, I think my cousin had it or knew somebody, like kind of like Ferris Bueller, you know, like my best friend's boyfriend knew somebody who passed out their own flavors. It's pretty, pretty serious. But I actually know Kyle really well, and, and he told me a week or so ago that he had been diagnosed with the Rona. And I was like, well, man, I, uh, I got to find out about this. So, Kyle, welcome to Far Reach. Good to be here. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for taking some time out of your morning and uh, letting us uh, – pontificate and delve into this a little bit so you know folks for you as you watching at this at home you're seeing this is what Kyle looks like on a good day too so he's actually pretty bright-eyed and bushy-tailed like this is this is normal like you know so um <laughs> <laughs> nothing funner than talking to your good friend uh on the phone um, you know your ADHD gets out of control I know I I try to blindfold all the other squirrels that are around but as we well know that doesn't Sure. Uh, doesn't work exactly. very well. So I just wanted the folks that have not met you by chance. There's got to be several of them that like, yeah, this is what Kyle looks like on a daily basis. This is what his <laughs> wife fell in love with. Lucky him. He actually looks a little sharper uh, than sometimes. I'm thinking, you're looking pretty. You're looking pretty sharp. You got the Canadian tuxedo going on up top. Got okay. a nice little, Perfect. little I think uh, goatee Ash Van Dyke thing rolling on. Yeah, the fake glasses yeah, make you look a little more intellectual. I, everybody appreciates that as well. So uh, welcome. <laughs> Hey, How you doing, fake it till you make it. Exactly. Yeah. It's got us this far, hasn't it? Yeah. So um, why don't you kind of walk us through a little bit about, you know, you've, you've had the Rona, where you're at in the, in the process, I guess, and then kind of how it how it started and, and what you were like. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, deep down you're like, Man, I don't want to go get tested for this. But um, kind of walk us through your experience so far. Well, there's a couple things. Uh, you're right. Who wants to get tested for it? Who wants to be a statistic? Because, yeah. yeah. you know, you can turn up, you can wake up every day, turn on the news, and that's all you hear. It's like the 24 news cycle. It's either the election garbage or COVID. Yeah. It's like we're at this, what, 10, 10 months, 11 months now? And it's, it's day in, in and day out. Yeah. 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 It's February, March, when it started to really ramp up and everybody shut down, lock your doors, hide, bury your head in the sand like an ostrich. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we all got a little panic, a little nervous. Nobody knew what to think. Well, yeah, the first numbers that came out were like, sweet Lord, this is just going to yeah. be like, you know, Black Plague. And then yeah, exactly. a couple weeks yeah. in, we're all kind of like, uh, maybe? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it sunny outside? Can I yeah, go outside? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nation you know, of groundhogs. Are, yeah. Exactly. You know, for 11 months or whatever, it's been 10 months. So, you know, we're all bound to get it at some point. I mean, no good. They're talking about how great a vaccine and blah, 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 blah. The reality is it's a virus. We're all going to get it. We're all going to face it. So uh, I'm sure for some it's more challenging than others. Uh, for me, mm -hmm. it, yeah. was the, it was a Wednesday afternoon, evening. I got home. Like, man, I, just, I know you kind of get that. I don't feel so shiny moment. And took my temperature. I was like, shit, it's 101. Mm -hmm. well, better take some Tylenol. Take me a shower, hop on the couch, relax. Probably got a cold. I got two young kids, and they are in school. Uh, not not because of Oregon politics, but because uh, private school. So I got to yeah. pay for that. <laughs> and twice. so, yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah, it's a, it's a fancy bill a month. And uh, 
along with the property taxes and all the other stuff I have to pay for. So got to love Oregon. And uh, so I kind of, you know, felt a little sick, a little hot. Fine, I'll just hang on the couch and uh, called my doc Thursday, next day. And I said, hey, I'm not feeling too shiny, but probably just a cold. And he says, you uh, you want to go get tested for COVID-19? You probably should. And I said, well, I don't really want to get tested for it. Um, he goes, yeah, but, you know, you probably should for the fact that anybody you're around, if you do test positive, you need to, you know, do the right thing. I said, sure. So I wait till Friday morning, go get a test. Here's so Wednesday, you're kind of feeling craptacular by Friday. And how long ago, how long ago was this? Uh, three and a half weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, shit, uh, right before Halloween. Oh, okay. And, yeah. uh, so, so yeah, a couple of days later, you're still kind of feeling craptacular and, uh, yeah, I decided, well, what the hell, I'll go get a test. So, you know, you, I make a phone call because he's already got it set up. I said, how you guys want me to do this? You want me to come in? You want me to call when I'm out front? You know, because I got symptoms. I got a fever. I feel like a cold. It felt just like a cold. Yeah. And uh, they're like, no, no, come on in. I'm like, well, if I'm positive, then I might just infect the whole area. No, that's right. They'll they'll segregate you and put you in a room and blah, blah, blah. So I go check in. You're used to that when you go somewhere. So. Yeah. It's normal for me. <laughs> Isn't this yeah. how everybody checks into a hotel? Like, oh, well, anyways. Yeah. yeah. They don't say you're getting me because of skin color. I promise you. <laughs> Previous experience. Yeah. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. It's, uh, I do lick the doorknobs once in a while. <laughs> Safety always. Yeah. Yeah. So th- then they, they, they check me in, take my temperature. Oh, you got a temperature? I'm like, yeah, thanks. I already knew that before I got here. That's why I called. Try to do the right thing. So they sent me back outside. Said, what vehicle you in? I said, I'm in that Ford White pickup right there. All right, we'll come test you there. So after I walked in, contaminated everything, even though I had a mask on, they okay. sent me back out the door. 15 minutes later, guy walks up, all gowned up, blah, 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 blah. Sticks a giant Q-tip up my nose, blah, 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 blah. And away I go. So that was Friday morning, about probably 9, 9.30. Saturday afternoon, I get an email from a doc, and he goes, hey, the preliminary results say it's uh, negative, you got a cold, but we're going to treat it just as if it's COVID-19. He said, it's just a preliminary, but it's negative. So I'm like, eh, man, all the kids have been in school. Um, it's flu season. You're bound to get sick. Uh, you know, when you got booger pickers walking around touching everything, it's just going to happen. Little Petri and dishes. So, yeah. Yeah. Walking Petri dishes. That's a fact. Um, so I'm like, okay, fine. And uh, – I thought no big deal of it. Sunday afternoon, I get a call from uh, the lab. I don't know if we want to use their name or not, but uh, probably not. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I didn't think so. And so uh, they say, "Oh, Mr. Moreno, your test, your COVID nineteen test came back positive." I'm like, "Well, that's interesting." Okay. So I get off the phone with him and turn around and call my doc, and he goes. Uh, he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, they just called me and said I'm positive for COVID-19. I said, he goes, I said, how's this possible? You just told me yesterday the preliminaries were negative. He goes, I don't know. I can't explain it, but we have to go with it. He goes, I don't even have the final report. I won't have it for a few days. I said, okay. And he said, so now what? He goes, just take vitamin D, zinc, mucinex over the counter. Uh, ibuprofen, you know, everybody begin, you can't take ibuprofen. It's, you know, that's really bad for this, blah, 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 blah. He says, take ibuprofen for the fever and a little night cool if you need it at night. <laughs> okay, son, whatever. See you later. He goes, if you, if you feel like you have breathing issues or anything goes wrong, go to the hospital. Okay, pretty common sense. He goes, and your family's probably all going to get sick. I'm like, oh, that's handy. That's so right. You got the wife, two up. kids running around the hacienda yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and then he tells me, he goes, uh, I need you to quarantine in, in your in your in your house and in a room for uh, the next two weeks. <laughs> I said, Doc, I have a thirteen hundred square foot three bedroom two bath little house out in the country. Um, how am I going to quarantine? I said it's tiny. Yeah. I said I don't live on a mansion on the hill, so I can't I'm just a, throw myself. I'll be in, in the, the West face. Wing the rest of the week. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. Put I'm my like, meals on the golf cart and drive them down to me. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, "We'll just do the best you can." I'm like, "Okay, thanks." So that was kind of it. I mean, so what was, was your what was your protocol, if I may ask? Did you just try to stay in the bedroom, maybe, or your office, or something? No, or just I, you know, by that so point, everybody had been surrounded by, anyways. And at that point, I was already sick for at by the time I got the results, almost a week, five, right? Yeah, five, five days. Five yeah, days, yeah, five days. And I was like, 
well, I'm just going to camp on the couch. You know, that's where my TV's at. So, I mean, if you're going to be sick, you might as well just hang out somewhere. And uh, I'm like, well, my wife's got to work and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, might as well let her get a good night's sleep. And uh, yeah, so I camp on the couch. You know, that's kind of where I spent. Oh, I threw my bedroll out on the living room floor once in a while because you can only sleep on a couch so damn much. Especially when you have anything wrong, really. It's more of like yeah. self-imposed. Yeah. Exactly. And I do that, you know, I mean, there is a hangover on occasion. <laughs> so you're talking about this is the difference between the Rona and a brown bottle flu. There is a yeah. there is a difference. Okay. There, well, I, I, they say there is. I don't know. I feel the same each time I tried it. <laughs> Good science is based on repeatability. And well yeah, done, I mean, sir. Well done. Yeah, well done. I feel like I got a hangover. Dang it. <laughs> See? So that was, yeah. So that was kind of it, you know, the, you get a little bit of that anxiety. You're like, oh, my God, Jesus. My family's yeah, going to get sick. You, 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 you're like, uh, now what? You know? And so you just kind of go, well, we'll take it as it comes. I mean, what else are you going to do? You can't panic at that point. And uh, so you, you just kind of hang out. You check your temperature, take some Usenex, take your vitamins in the morning, and watch TV. Good news, the election was on. So about four days of that, I got really tired of that crap. Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That'll that'll get you up and walking, won't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'll raise the yeah. dead. Yeah, literally, no yeah. pun intended with jokes or votes or anything like that about sure. raising the dead. I apologize. Uh, yeah, not very. <laughs> Only in the Biden campaign. Not really. I, I, that was like a really subliminal backhanded joke. And I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of proud to be honest with you. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. So, if somebody hadn't told you you had the Rona, would you have thought you did, or you just like have a cold? Or, I just thought I had a cold. I mean, in my typical protocol, if you will, if I get a cold, as I stay home. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I want to get over it first and foremost. Yes. I don't want it to linger. I don't want to. I don't want to spread it. But I, you know, at that point, you're like, I'm sick. I'm not feeling good. I just want to stay home, get over this crap, and get out of here. I got to get back to work. Got stuff to do. That's always been my protocol. Sure. You know, mostly people. I'm in sales, so I'm I deal. You know, uh, with a lot of people, and you don't mm-hmm. want to go spreading crap around if you know you're sick. Yeah. I agree. I think you hit on a key point there. Like, yeah, we just want to get it stopped, internalized, and controlled as quick as possible and take as best care of ourselves as yeah. we can if we ever have a choice. I mean, we've all had to go to work sick because we didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I agree that does linger it. It definitely not good for everybody around you. So if you have the chance, hey, you stay home, you hunker down, fluid up as much as possible, rest, just kind of yeah. recharge, you know. Um, yeah. I think that's the basic protocol, but it's voluntarily. Usually yeah, I mean – and that's how I've always done it my whole life. It's just like, all right, if I got to do something and I got to meet with somebody somehow, I, you know, I'll try to do it on the phone mm-hmm. or if for like the, you know, my, my sales job, I do have to, you know, load things up and, and take care of some customers. And, you know, I let them all know it's no big deal. And they're like, ah, we don't care. You know, typical rancher, like, yeah, I'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you deal with the ranching community quite a bit. So yeah. I'm like, there's enough eight-way and banamine or whatever else in me already that I really don't care. So. Yeah, I've been vaccinated for the last 35 <laughs> years. You know, Towards so the end, like, my uncle's <laughs> eyesight was going downhill. I got more shots than I think the calves did. That's another story, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, so you just kind of you, – you do your best you can. You, yeah. you deal with the customers and the business aspect. You let them know, and you, you stay home, you know. And so from that point on, you know, like I said, on a Sunday – well, there, there's two phone calls on the Sunday. We'll get to the second one later. Yes, and uh, yes. so you kind of just sit there, you know, uh, the best part about kind of the whole joke of that Saturday when I got the preliminary reports, my wife called her doctor, or guy she works, she's a, she's a vet tech, I should mm-hmm. say. She called her boss and she goes, uh, boss, my husband's sick with COVID, I can't come to work. And she runs the clinic. She's like the oh, backbone Lord. of the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, what? Oh God. And he starts having a panic attack. Yeah. He's and the one that's freaking out. Yeah. Secondhand Rona impact. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I'm just screwing with you. His test came back negative. No big deal. It's, you know, the preliminaries and so forth. So I'm like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> so there was three phone calls on on Sunday. One, one from the lab, one from the county, which we'll get to. And mm-hmm. the third one was to my wife's boss. Who had like, remember that funny thing I said yesterday? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Long play on the joke here. Sorry. It's me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, you just kind of, like I said, plop on the couch, hang out, you know, you know, my wife run around with, uh, if you can get them Lysol wipes and Clorox spray, she's like, holy crap, blah, blah, blah. just yeah, calm just down. Put you in a little yeah. sleeping bag of Clorox blankets, probably. Yeah. Just yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that was expensive, but we got them. And, uh, you know, so, <laughs> so then that month, uh, well, we'll talk about the second phone call. We'll get to the, the county thing. Unless you want to dive into that now. Well, let's let's just talk about the, your sickness and in your health it's not marriage house uh just a little bit more and then we can we can totally shift gears i think to the other side of this conversation okay. but so it's been three and a half or four weeks now are you, are you pretty much i'm going to say these words out loud back to normal uh well, or, or whatever if you could ever call me normal yeah There's a lot of pre-existing conditions we're talking about here but like as far as your health wise from the covid symptoms are you everything back to normal and up and running or what's your what's your yeah so i'm back up and running for the last i stayed home uh, for two and a half weeks. One of the things my dog said was, uh, you didn't want me to go out, um, unless four days after my fever went away unassisted. Mm, I mean, no yes. medication. Yeah. So the symptoms of it was basically a head cold, um, with a, with a cough. And now it wasn't a big old fancy bronchial deep cough. Holy mm -hmm. crap. My lungs are filling up, you know, pneumonia kind of stuff. Cause I've had that before. And, uh, yeah. And, it, you know, where you can't, you're up all night, you can't breathe, and you're coughing, you're coughing, you're coughing. It was not like that. It was nothing like that. It was just a little head cold. The fever was more of the pain in the butt, and it wasn't a bad fever. It got to that first couple of days, 100, 101, take some ibuprofen in an hour, boom, it down to 99.2. And and it kind of just hung out there. I think I may might have took ibuprofen four or five times no, in two weeks. Did you and, have uh, your sense of taste and and all of that, did that stay with you or did that go bye-bye? That stayed with me till about six, seven days into okay. it. And, and six, seven days into it, um, you know, my, since, you know, a couple of things here. When you, when you get sick, you usually don't want to have, you don't have an appetite. You're not hungry. You force yourself to eat because you know you need some nourishment and you stay hydrated because of the fever. But the interesting thing was I didn't lose an appetite. I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, even with losing smell and taste, which happens a lot of times if you, if you get a cold or at least with me, you know, a lot of times you can't taste much of anything. Correct. Kind of like that real peak of your sickness. You know, you're just kind of yeah. like, like you said, I know I need something because I haven't eaten all that And we're both high performance machines. We run on premium. So you know, <laughs> got to keep the system fueled. So yeah. When yeah. some people really freak out about the no, no taste or smell. I'm like, yeah, that happens a lot. I'm like, you described it's kind of a time. head cold. So it's, it's, uh, I think, that, and we said at the onset too, this definitely affects people differently as we've well heard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think some people who you think it wouldn't impact at all, it doesn't. And other people, like I have a relative who's not exactly always on top of the world and he had it and, and, and you know, apparently he's back out of the woods as far as I know. But, you know, you, it sounds like was just pretty much uh, a cold that you would have kind of dealt with in a typical manner yeah. as it is. Yeah, I know guys that uh, the running joke forever is like everybody's like, does anybody know anybody who's actually got COVID? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, that, that's exactly right. Yeah, you always just hear about somebody over there, or you just yeah. see these numbers everywhere, and you're like, man, you think randomly we would know somebody directly given the percentage? You, but yeah, yeah. So finally, it's come true. Almost you know, ten or eleven months into this deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, you know you. you the, the people I've known that have got it, but they didn't, they weren't my neighbors or my buddies right here. One guy was 65. He didn't even have a zero symptoms besides he was tired. Yeah. He said, I'm tired. And I was like, I was like worn out. And he went to the doctor and they tested him. Boom. He had, he had COVID-19 they put him in a hospital because he was 65 on oxygen and air, blah, blah, blah. Three days later, he went home and he, they said, here's antibiotics. See it. You'll be fine. And he got over it and, it, yeah. and his wife didn't get it. So. Which is even uh, more interesting. He says, that brings up the point. So your wife, kids, everybody's. Yeah. So, down. so hammer down, but Monday, cause you can't, they can't go to school now. Cause I'm positive mm -hmm. for COVID-19. Now I'm a statistic, which, you know, everybody just loves. And my wife can't go to work and blah, blah, blah. And her boss is panicking because she's the backbone of the operation there. I mean, she does everything. And so they got to go get a test on Monday. Now that would, you know, Monday would put them five days. And according to my dog, five days is the average incubation period. Fair enough. So, turns out it's not that easy to get a COVID nineteen test everywhere, uh, unless oh. you have a doc. Yeah, unless you have a, a doctor who sets it up for you, um, or you can make an appointment, which may take a day or two or three. Um, or uh, one one clinic told my wife she goes. They said we don't want to see it to seven days after you've been exposed, and you'll get your results seven days later. 
my wife said, uh, no, that's not going to work. I can't be out of work for 14 days if I'm not sick. On a what if, yeah. Yeah, on a what, you know, ifs and buts and candy and nuts kind of thing. I'm be, like, yeah. yeah, it'll be a Merry Christmas. So she, so she finally finds a place that she can go to, takes the kids in, you know, and yeah, kids can quote unquote get it, but they're pretty much immune to it, even with all the statistical data. So they all get tested. They're all negative. So I'm thinking, all right, they're not out of the woods, but they're negative for now. Um, so what day was this? They finally got in to get tested. They, they, it took her till midday Monday to find some okay. place. To so, but get it was Monday. Okay. Yeah. It was Monday. And so by Wednesday, well, by Tuesday, one of my kids, uh, his test came back negative uh, in the morning by Tuesday afternoon. The other one, hers came back negative Wednesday. So it's uh, so like, well, okay, perfect. They're not sick yet. Um, you know, everybody's like up to 21 days or 14 days or blah, 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 blah. Well, here we are three and a half, four weeks later, whatever you want to call it. And nobody's sick. Nobody got sick except for me. So I was like, well, this thing's so damn contagious. I live in a 1300 square foot home. <laughs> they you're, all should. Have it. You're a robust individual. Uh, I mean, you're a man, you walk into the room, people know you're there. So you're like, you're like sneaking around the house. Like, yeah. you know, if I think of the high impact individual in a home, it's you. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, uh, you seen dad around. No, they know yeah. when you're there. Yeah. So right. yeah. Yeah. It, nobody got sick. Nobody, well, nobody got sick. Nobody I knew of. And I had to make some calls. Just, just do the right thing. I mean, it's, why do we need the media to tell us how to wash our hands? And what to do is right. I mean, what happened to common sense in this world? Holy cow. It's not um, very common, as Mr. Will no. Rogers, I believe, said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, A, glad to hear that the family's all well, that nobody you were in contact with inadvertently before you kind of got diagnosed was all well also. Um, here's, here's, the, here's the kicker, though, on this yeah. little nobody got sick thing. So that Sunday prior, uh, so I got sick on a Wednesday, that yeah. Sunday prior. So Sunday, me Sunday before, yeah. Sunday before, so. Theoretically, I was infected already. <clears throat> so Sunday, Sunday before, me and a cattle buyer buddy, and I won't mention his name, were out looking at cattle uh, on a ranch with the rancher. And they were in my truck, and we were looking at cattle. They're having a good time. We're sitting around BSing. Might have had a cocktail. Might have needed a bottle of water to mix with that whiskey, which, okay. He says, he says to me, he goes, you got any water? I said, yeah, I got, I got this bottle of water in the back here, and it's almost full but yeah i drank out of it and he looks at me because you got covid i said hell no i don't got covid mixes a whiskey and pours a little water in it because that's the only water we had you know typical cattle buyer rancher mentality um if anybody should have got sick it should have been him six hours in the truck two feet away yeah didn't it's never got sick so that that was one of my questions for you also is given the fact that you had a negative test to begin with and then somehow by the miracles unknown yet to us, you came back as a positive a little bit later on, and then nobody else in the family had any symptoms or anything, anybody else. What's your opinion on, did you just have a cold maybe, and somehow you got listed as positive, or, or how, I, I suppose it's hard to speculate on that, but. Yeah, the only, the only speculation I got on that would be <clears throat> six, seven days in it, I lost my taste and smell, I didn't lose it for a day or two. Mm -hmm. I lost it for four or five days. Yeah. So, so probably a bit more than a normal. Yeah, cold. it would be more than normal. I yeah. mean, and I didn't just lose it. Like, you know, when you're sick, like we were talking earlier, your taste buds really aren't working all that great. Your yeah. sniffer's not working all that great. In order to taste stuff, your nose has got to work. So, I mean, that's a pretty common theory. Um, so the reason I kind of know, is, uh, or I can guarantee I lost my taste. You ever brushed your teeth and never been able to taste the toothpaste? Not to my knowledge, no. I couldn't yeah. taste toothpaste for four days. For four so days, I could like taste toothpaste. Just turned it off, like it was just completely like you yeah, don't like have it. that anymore. Yeah, yeah, interesting. No. You could you could feel the foaming and you brush your teeth. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap! I can't even taste this. I, I would actually like that at times if you could just do that yeah. when you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> toothpaste so far is still Bubblegum Sesame Street that Mrs. Houching gave me exactly. time for Christmas. Yeah, but, I might, um, might, my kids have that again, and I use it once in a while. Yeah, because toothpaste <laughs> usually. Just, not pleasant, especially if you had coffee or other products yeah. in the morning prior to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so you're in your opinion, yes, you did have the Rona, as far as you that's can tell. that's yeah. the one thing that makes me say yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because for no more of the symptoms I had, of a, besides a common cold, 
it says just shut that light switch off and, and lose your yeah. smell and lose your taste all in a matter of wham that they say that's a big big symptom the guarantee and blah blah blah, blah. so i mean i I don't know. I didn't end up in the hospital. I didn't have all these other problems. Again, it affects everybody differently. But the scare factor of everything that's gone on for the last 10 months, um, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't watch the news. I'd say it very rarely. Only time I will, if I inadvertently walk into somewhere where it's on, like some, some friends I'm staying in their bunkhouse right now, they watch the news. And so I walked in one afternoon or evening and it, it, the graphics alone that come up on the screen about the coronavirus, yeah. like there's like skull and crossbones and shit in the background, like red. And it's like, you'd think like a nuclear bomb had just been dropped. And I was like, does that not affect how you think about this in the most remote way? It's just like, it does. It's the, like it I'm like, it just boggles my mind. So yeah, that's hard to fight that off, especially when you've been diagnosed also. What? Well, yeah, and that that's the thing, then, you know, anxiety hits a little bit, you're like, oh, good God, and what now, and what, and yeah. you just go, calm down, take it easy, it ain't that big a deal. Yeah, yeah all is yeah. well, yeah. And okay. that was kind of it. Well. Except for. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's circle back to this, because I'm sure there's some <laughs> folks driving down the road cussing me, because I haven't got back to this second part <laughs> yet, which, you know, and it, this is a little more in the weeds, if you will, but you mentioned there were several of these phone calls on, on that afternoon when you got the, the positive notice from your the lab. So why don't you unpack this a little bit for us and, and we can kind of go uh, mark yeah. this for a while. So it turns out that the county and the state I live in, lovely rural Oregon, um, once you get tested and turn out to be positive, some information that's your personal stuff gets sent to the county health department. Outstanding. And and now I got some third party, let's call them an otter, uh, knocking on my phone or, you know, calling me. Yeah. And wanting to walk me through COVID-19 and wants to talk to me and traceability and this and that. And uh, the first call I got, I'm like, that's a, I don't even know that area code. That's a four, five, eight, something. That's not even in the state of Oregon. So it was outsourced? Like, Is that what you think then? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. So the second call came in a couple hours later. So I got two calls from the county. Yeah. Uh, the second one, I'm like, well, that's the same damn phone number. So I'll probably answer this one. Or at least the area code was. Yeah. And poor fella to answer the phone. Um, hopefully he, uh, He's he, <laughs> this poor guy. He's probably picking guy, up pop cans along the road by now for a different job. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Guess. For most people that that don't know me, uh, I'm a fairly conservative character. Character, uh, word here. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not a big uh, government fan. Overreach. Kate Brown, big brother, big sister. I'm going to get in the middle of your life, kind of yeah. garbage. Um, I'm a more of a free will. Let me do my stuff. Stay the hell out of my life, kind of thing. You know, I'm not breaking any laws. But then again every law was meant to be broken. That's why it would have been placed <laughs> really hard. Yeah. But yeah. so you get a call from the health department the same day you've got your positive test back two, two, two hours days. later. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's gotta be quite the shock to the old sister Rooney. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy wants to start asking me a ton of questions and, uh, he has got my phone number, my email and my home address. And I don't know this Joe, Tom, Dick and Harry from anybody. And he's like, well, we need to do some traceability. We need, to, we need to, you know, talk you through this. We need to, we need to make sure that, you know, everybody you've been in contact for the past X amount of days, you know, is contacted. So blah, 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 blah. And I said, all right, let me tell you, this is going to work. This is how the cow eats the cabbage, buddy. I'm not telling you shit, nor do you, nor can you make me. Yeah. And it's none of your damn business today to dive into my personal health and who I was around. I'm not giving you phone numbers. I'm not giving you names. I'm not giving you anything. So this is a pretty bad spot for you to be in. Well, he goes, you know, what's my job? And I got to do that. I said, well, just speaking of your job, where's this phone number you're calling from? I'm, I'm, I, so I live in central Oregon and uh, he's like, it's a Bend phone number. I've, I've lived here for 13 years. I can tell you anything you want to know about Bend, Oregon. I said, so can Google. Yeah. And, uh, Seems a little defensive for like, that's, that's almost like offering too much information. I'm like, what? Yeah. what do you care where I'm at? Yeah. He, he goes on to tell me, well, there's 20 of us in the county. 
and uh, we all they gave us all these phone num- these phones that we use their cell phones. I'm assuming just okay. working yeah. remotely, and they all come up with this four five eight number. I said, "Yeah, where the hell's that at?" Well, I don't know. I said, "Well, you might need to know that because I don't know you, and I'm not answering your questions." This this is for me and my physician and who I choose to let in. Yeah. I said, "You ain't in," so you could pound sand. So they went on with you. the old. Yeah. He he went on with the old salesman tactics of, well, do you know more about it than I do? And, you know, maybe you can enlighten me and this and that. (laughs) I said, I'm not telling you what I do for a living. It's none of your damn business, buddy. What do you not understand? I can't help it if you chose a bad career. You might want to rethink who you're trying to call. Yeah. And a good day to you. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for using the uh, Far Reach's official catchphrase, go pound sand, too. We really appreciate that. (laughs) spreading oh, far reaches word yes so. <laughs> uh, yeah but it was about a 20 minute conversation and wow. uh, one way basically because yes. he tried everything under the sun and he goes off to say well i have to send you a letter i said well send me a letter then well i can email it to you and he said what's your email and i said no that's the wrong one i don't have that one anymore why don't you just use the old good old-fashioned pony express yeah and he, okay fine well you have a good day sir i said yeah don't call me again thank you and uh they sent me a letter and it was a pretty much a form letter. It tells you what you should and shouldn't do with COVID-19. Don't touch your dog. Don't pet your dog. Don't touch this. I'm like, Oh my God, what is wrong with society? And I looked at that letter and I just said, if people are that dumb, we should thin the herd. Uh, Yeah, exactly. We really need to thin down because since when did people stop thinking for themselves and how to take care of themselves? I don't know. Maybe I was raised differently. Maybe I learned how to certainly because that's yeah, that's definitely the Kool Aid that's been passed around most places. Is somebody else's problem to worry about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so to your knowledge, did you ever give your information out to anybody? Consent to saying, hey, yeah, I have some a hole from the county. Call me. Um, to call my knowledge, stuff? no. To my knowledge, no. I never okayed uh, my my private medical records to mm-hmm. give out to some third party entity in the county you know we all know state and county track diseases and sicknesses they always have there for a long time but they've never got down into this personal level with somebody contacting you absolutely uh, it could be male age age range blah tested positive that, i yeah. mean that's really all you need for statistics uh you know Correct. county level lives in this county he's in this age range and I, I guess we shouldn't even talk about gender anymore, but I'm still old fashioned. I learned science and yeah. shit. There's two. Yeah. Uh, so fall under the male category uh, for the best of my knowledge. Uh, no confirmation, but no reason to doubt well, you I got two, either, sir. I got two kids and then my wife says they're both mine. What am I So you say, wait? sir. Yes. So, um, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I'm paying, that's, that's I'm all you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> for doing the right thing. Um, you always wonder why UPS packages show up early. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, he's here a lot. So, yeah. They got way more information than obviously I think anybody agrees necessary. And then the fact that yeah. there's a phone call and, and everything else. I mean, that not, yeah, seems not like a violation a phone, of HIPAA yeah, to some degree. Call, yeah. A phone call until you answer. Yes. Yeah. So, either selling you a car warranty or calling you about your Rona, one of the two. Um, correct. Yeah. And so I, I got to thinking, and you and I've talked a little bit about this, and it took me a bit. I'm like, you know, my kids go to school, and when there's a life's outbreak at school, they can't tell us what classroom. They can't tell us what grade. They can't tell us anything because of HIPAA laws. Yeah. And But yet, my HIPAA laws, or my personal information, was given to a third-party auditor, let's call him, investigator, and yeah. no concern for my personal privacy. And I don't, I don't believe that's legal. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm no scholar, I, I'm no legal sure scholar. They're operating under this ultra heavy-handed thing about a, a national or a state health emergency and the P word pandemic, if you will. Which I don't think that's any reason for losing your rights. For one, correct. Uh, and if they can do it for this, you know, I, I just what's, assume what's think they can do about it. Like, hey, you fat bastard, you're probably gonna have diabetes. So you know, we know where you ate. And all this, yeah. and so you know, we're going to come correct you. You know, it sounds yeah. sort of Orwellian. It sometimes, but like five years ago, think about it. Five years ago, if this kind of shit had been like, hey guys, guess what's going to happen in 2020? We'd have called you yeah. out of your gourd. You'd be in the I love yeah. me jacket down yeah. in Salem somewhere. And here we are living right to the middle of this chaos. And, and I think people are so willing to give that up. And I'm not willing to give that up. Uh, 
I've actually contacted an attorney. I'm waiting to get him for him to give me a call. Um, because the more I think about it, it's garbage. Um, I don't care if there's an executive order by the governor yeah. or by the president of the United States. It does not give them the right to, to avoid my personal private rights and my, my, my rights as a U.S. citizen. Right. Um, it, they don't have the authority to do that. Now, they can, they can try their best to circumvent that, which we all know they've been doing forever. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to take it a little farther just to see where this goes. Um, I'm very you know, curious I'm not, uh, if it yeah. falls on the lab for releasing it or goes back up the chain further from there, because obviously there's some directive, quote unquote, they're operating under to do that. Yeah. Um, but a person goes to their doctor with that thought of confidence, uh, confidentiality, because uh, it could be anything else, too. It, you know, we, we joke about social diseases and all other sorts of things. But I mean, yeah. It could just as easily be that, like, hey, you got gonocephal herpalates, uh, you know, so we're going to paint an X on your door, and congratulations, you know, like, yeah, where does it go? Exactly. Where does it stop? It doesn't. And yeah, that's, like, and I think. They hand you a pamphlet think, and a shot when you leave, and you go look it up, so I hear. <laughs> so why wouldn't they do that with this? Like, seriously. Um, I, that's what, that was, that's what was mind-boggling, I mean, and the speed in which they do it. I also so, have to think, too, that, um they're actually being more detrimental, I think, to the system as in, like you said, I'm not telling you shit, mister. Uh, you know, so if it wasn't a system where you felt like that, if you'd opted into it, you'd feel, I think, a lot more comfortable giving the people you'd been in contact with uh, that information. Like if this, I'm going to say this out loud, if this was truly like emergency pandemic shit, like, and I use the example of, hey, a train wreck down the road with chlorine gas keep your ass in the house. And if anybody was, yeah. since you got a lot of snow, okay, we can do that. This, I don't think qualifies for that even remotely. And so uh, I think this is a great test for what, what we could see later on and just how messed up we currently are, I think. Well, and, and you know, and I don't recall signing anything. Now did yeah. I look close to, I just walked in, they gave me a temp swipe of the temperature and said, yeah, you got a fever. Uh, you need to go outside. I don't recall signing it. Now that being said, I could have, but I don't think so. Even either way, you, you should have been pointed out very did. clearly. Exactly. Yes. That like this, this should have been like bold letters and the gal behind the counter should have said A, B, C, and D will have a whole them. separate page. Yeah. Like, yes. here's our, and they know. did. Yeah. Because yeah, when you are sick, you don't really look at the details anyway. You're just like, I just want to get over yeah. I know I yeah. really can't see if you kill me because you're just trying, but you know, it's sort of like the Apple agreement you get every two days. You're like, agree, let's go on, yeah. you know. And yeah. so at the very last sentence, they put, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to broadcast your name and status all across. Me. You know, I'm not going to sign that one probably. So, yeah, no. I, and if I had known that, I wouldn't have signed it. I said, no, not happening. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to see where it goes. We'll see if I can get anybody to bite on it, you know, to see if they're willing to take it. Uh, you know, I'm still working at it because it's to me your civil liberties are very important and your civil rights are important. And if they can't tell me what grade or what classroom some kids got lice in, but send all the booger pickers home to yeah. infect the house. Now, granted, lice doesn't kill anybody. I get that. Um, it's simply simple as that. But yet the HIPAA laws prevent them from saying anything. Yet this, I get some third party investigator who wants to do all the phone call work for me. Yeah. And for all those who are listening to this podcast, yes, I contacted the people I thought I needed to contact. The rest of them, I didn't. didn't on their your own, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that guy, to, re to circle back, that person on the phone said there's 20 of us that have these phones that are doing this. In, yeah. in that county in alone. County. So think about the yeah. cost to, our, oh, uh, to your society, all of us at whole. For yeah. that, uh, I'll use the word in heavy quotations, service. Uh, <laughs> that blows my mind. I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah it being, the, the, and it rotates. I mean, if I didn't answer, the first message was a female and I didn't answer. The second one was a guy. Mm -hmm. So they're going to call you and they're going to hound you until you answer the phone. I mean, that, that's their job to just keep it going until you answer. So uh, to me, again, the civil, your civil liberties and your civil rights are way more important and, uh, than some third party county guy who thinks he's got the right to butt into your business because he's got some sort of authority and a job he decided to take from the governor. I'm like, really? Yeah, okay, Brown has messed up things quite a bit around here. And uh, 
I think people are starting to get pretty leery and wary. I mean, 10 months of this nonstop day in and day out, you watch the local news every morning, you turn it on. I'm just looking for the weather. Yeah, and it's just a banner the whole time. Yeah. And, and updates. And they started off here. They started off here with how many, how many people in the County, which be Deschutes, Jefferson and Crook are infected. They say, we got X amount of cases in each County, blah, blah, blah. So many people died in the state every day. At every half hour, yeah. every hour, you hear this. And I shake my head. I'm like, uh, it's time to move on, people. Um, this is just, and people well, get all wound up about it. They can't, they get over, they get overwhelmed by it. And, oh, you know, the confrontations, the confrontations. Paralysis from analysis, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yeah. recall a few years ago, if you will, with the H1N1 or the swine flu or whatever. Do you remember hearing anything hardly no. all about that shit? Like, and that, and that killed kids. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like one of my buddies got a nickname swine flu because it was, that's, it was just in the yeah. air literally, but we didn't know anything about it. We didn't hear anything about it. We sure shit yeah. didn't shut everything down and run and go light our houses on fire. Correct. Um, you know, and, again, and if anything, that was the one that kills kids. Yeah. I mean, it takes, it destroys, I mean, it just kills them. Yeah. And we didn't panic about it. We didn't shut the country down. We didn't do all these things. Don't get me wrong. I agree with some of what, one politically went on in the beginning because we didn't know much about it, but here we are. We're we're on the cusp of a vaccine, quote unquote. Um, well, but yeah, but I think, and we've talked about this even before offline. But you know, when we all first heard about it, we heard about the numbers and what it's going to do, and we're all like, "Holy sweet buckets!" Okay, let's let's stay home so we can help. Kind of remember it was to quell the wave of sick people coming to the hospitals. Yep. That was the yep. initial thought, and I remember saying to some of my friends and other folks are like man if this stuff is what it is like the homeless population is completely done for because they're living like usually really close probably not the best nutrition you know if you want to think about a group that's at risk at large yep. i would think almost would have been wiped out in the first two weeks and so we kind of all held our ground in a week and a half or two in we're all kind of looking around like they're uh, still panhandling it should have been freaking back to green flag racing like look kids we overreacted out of abundance of caution. We thank everybody for your cooperation. That's why we're the greatest country in the world. Turns out it's not near as bad as we anticipated. Wash your hands. Stay home if you're sick. Don't be up in somebody's grill unless you know them that well. Go back to you. Go. Sorry. Thank you much. Uh, only a test. But I think, as one of my professors used to say, never give a nerd authority. And when we did. Oh, you mean Fauci? Yeah. Trump <laughs> with power. Like, it, it just, it's, it's going to look, this is going to be probably examined as one of the most intense political uh, influenced hoaxes or not really, yeah. I guess hoax might be a strong word, but I'd say politically influenced event. Think about 25 to 50 years from now when they're looking oh, back yeah. and they, it, like just how it was responded to the hype, the chaos, the well, fear so The fear mongering. So here's an, here's another quick little tidbit. Buddy of mine's mom just wasn't feeling good. This is just a couple weeks ago. This is, you know, I'm going to just getting over it. And yeah. he swings by and he's, you know, he's in his mid thirties, bulletproof, single man, blah, blah, blah. He's, you know, doing what every single guy does. And, uh, he just, he's sitting at my kitchen table. He's like, you over? I said, yeah, I'm over. I haven't had a fever in four or five days. If you want to swing by, swing by. And he swings by where BS. And he looks down at his phone and he gets a text message from his mother. Says, uh, I, I have COVID-19. And he was just there a couple of days before that. And he's like, I said, uh, did she get a test? And he goes, I don't know. I said, you need to find out. So she walks into the, so I, three, four days go by. He finally gets the details from what happened. She walks into her office, their doctor's office, wasn't feeling good. Uh, they take in a room. They take your temperature. You got a temperature. You got the classic signs of blah, 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 COVID-19. Uh, go home. She never got a test. Ever. She's a presumed case. Oh, never really? got a test. And gave her information the county called her did everything and she gave it out now she's a little more uh left-leaning than i am she gave out everything her son my friend yeah he gets emails daily now from the county trying to track and trace and blah 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 um he said it's endless it's the every day i get the same email and they want to know if i'm okay and they want to know this and they want to know that and i'm like your mother is okay with it. She gave your private information out without your knowledge. He goes, evidently. I said, "Hold, this is this." So I'm not the only one. No, and, and she sounds like I don't have confirmation of this, but it sounds like she got put in the Rona bucket without ever having did. a positive test. 
She did. She got put in her own bucket. 24 hours later, she was perfectly fine. She's never shown a symptom again. So one must ask how often that has happened already. Well, uh, you know, anytime you want to pad statistics, you just got to give a bigger swath, right? Yeah, yeah. There's lies, damn lies, and statistics. As, uh, so some are fun to the say. other side of that, other side of that little deal, a couple of the buddies that I talked to that I was around let them know. Um, and they said, well, hell, I ain't getting a test. I'm not going to be a statistic. I don't want to be a part of this. There you go. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I didn't want to either. I just thought, well, I kind of feel a little shitty. I probably ought to do my part and just, you know, do the right thing. They said, only time I'm ever going to get a test if I'm in the hospital on my death, but I'm not doing it. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. That's a great so, point is like, uh, I can't blame him for that response either. Like, well, who wants to be tracked? Who wants none to None of us want to be any more in the system than we already are for sure. Yeah. Quote, unquote, the system. Yeah. So they're like, I'm just going to isolate anyways. And if I feel sick, I'll do something about it until then. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. any of that. So, hey, not both, uh, two, both the guys that went, well, one of two guys that called said, No, we're not getting a test. Not happening. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm sick. I'm, yeah, I'll get over it. Fine. If I get in the hospital, then I'll get a test set because they're going to make me have one. But until then, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. So, I think I think there's a little bit of a, you know, there's a, there's a groundswell in some places of people that aren't really, they're, you know, nobody likes being a statistic and being a, a, a pin cushion for anything. Um, and, well, most people don't, I should say. Well, uh, some people have this strange desire to be taken care of, like giant baby syndrome almost. Yeah. I still think once that takes away something that they think sacred or they really enjoy, yeah, uh, it'll hit them hard even, even sooner. But, you know, most of us just appreciate the general freedom to be left the hell alone and Correct. stay out of my kitchen. And some turns people out don't see that. Turns out there's 73 million people that want to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I ain't got time. I got to go to work. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, I couldn't help myself. But yeah, I don't you know, you. Well, what what is that doing? Then it's not slowing the spread. It's not slowing anything. You know, one of those guys went to a Halloween party two days later. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it because he's like, I'm not sick. I don't feel sick. I'm not going to worry about it. And and that's how we've always done it. I was just going to say, like prior to this idiocy, we handled it the exact same way. It's yeah. not like we landed here yesterday. We took our helmets off and like. Oh shit! There's stuff floating around the air that makes us sick. Go back, go back, go yeah. back. Stay away. Yeah. Uh, it's been happening for pretty much ever. It's gonna keep happening. Like people get all wrapped up and like we got a vaccine yeah, for this particular strain for this well, week. You and I both know, coming from the agriculture background, we all know vaccines aren't a hundred percent. Never have been a hundred. Never will be. No. Yeah. And it's a virus. And if if vaccines worked 100%, why do we have to get a booster? And in that mm -hmm. case, if the vaccines worked really well, why is the flu still a problem? So, Absolutely. you know, any given any given year, it's 30 to 60% success rate. So you could flip that on its head and say any given year, 70% yeah. of the people, doesn't matter. They're going to, yes. the vaccine didn't work. And so, you know, in the cattle business, you know, there's this theory and been around forever of a, <laughs> Uh, a 60-40, a 70-30, an 80-20. I don't care. We'll go with the 70-30 policy that you you give a, a calf a vaccine, 30% of those calves, will, their body will never react to it, never even know they got a vaccine. Yeah. So that's why you booster. And that's why you keep going, hoping to get those ones that their body never recognized that they were infected and a small amount. The second time. So, the second time or the third time or however the protocol is for whatever you're doing. So everybody kind of thinks, oh, this, you know, what's this Pfizer, Moderna, and whatever else company, um, you know, 90, 95, it's a race for who gets the biggest number. Pfizer was 90, then so-and-so came out the next day with 90, 93%, and then, course, okay, now yeah. we're 95. I'm like, oh, good God, because it's a gold mine in, you know, Absolutely. it's a giant gold mine. And I have several people ask me, like, hey, are you going to get the vaccine? I'm like, only if I'm dead and they pump it in my body afterwards. Um, yeah. I've never got a flu shot to my knowledge. Now, full disclosure, I was in the military, went through boot camp, and you walk down that line with the guns and it's hitting your both shoulders. And <laughs> I might have anthrax for all I know, for God's sake. Yeah. And then, of course, I was, you know, malaria pill Wednesday when I was in South America. But to my knowledge, I've never actively gone and seeked out a flu shot. I don't plan on it. Some people, I think a lot of people just take comfort in that. And congratulations. Well, good. Now feel That's better. Fine. Go rock on. Absolutely rock on. I couldn't be happier for you. If that That's makes you comfortable choice. to get it, couldn't be happier yeah. for you. Uh, if it, I, if it, I, I but there's no way in hell, if you have yes. to have proof of a vaccine to get on an airplane, 
yeah. bicycle time because there's no way yeah. I'm ever doing that. Sorry. Well, that's just it. So the flu vaccine, I don't get, not for any particular reason, because I'm, I'm not a non-vaxxer. I just get busy and forget about it. I got shit to do. Most of the time. Yeah, my kids get it. They get because of school. Then I get that. You know, I mean, you're, you're just a cesspool of, you know, thousand kids walking around. I kind of get some of that. I mean, my kids have all got vaccines. We got vaccinated as kids. I mean, we pretty much got rid of polio until our friends south of the border brought it back to us. But again, it vaccines don't fix everything. And everybody wants to hang out and go, we got this vaccine. This is this is gonna save the world. No, it's not a magic bullet. Even like my buddy of mine's a vet and he always talks about Bruce Slope Banks. Yeah, banks like sixty five percent, you know, effective overall. We pretty much eliminated it for the most part due to just our processes and what we do, but you know, so nothing's ever 100% because this stuff's alive and it's always changing. That's it's always do. changing. And that's yeah. where the, this, this terminology and you and I both know being in the, you know, in the agriculture and livestock sector, herd immunity. Absolutely. You know, yeah. they, they say you got to get 70% of the people in this country to get herd immunity. Okay. I, fine. That's perfectly fine with Good me. Goal. If 70% of them want to do it, go do it. It's I, who am I to tell them how to live their life? And that's, vice versa, I believe is the term. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. It's none of my damn business if they want to get it. And that's one of the, the funny questions. Like somebody, I've had this question when people find out I get COVID. I've, got, I've had mm -hmm. COVID. Well, where do you think you got it? And I look at them and go, well, do you think they walk around with bright orange hair and says, look at me, I got COVID-19? How the hell would I know? Well, I, yeah. like, well, well, how do you think you got it? I'm like, it's a virus. Who how do you get a cold knows? every year? Do you ever pin it back? I'm like, damn, that's Steve. No, I got that. <laughs> I've got a cold or I've got the flu. Like it, it's, it blows my mind. Some of those, some of those every year. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> what's, what's that comedian on Jeff Fox where the other guy, um, where this, you know, Ron White or Bill Ingvall no, or Larry. Bill Ingvall. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got a flat nose. The other three tires just swelled right, right up. Like, well, the heat will do that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, you shake your head. You're like, here's your sign. Some of the, yeah. some of the the, the thought processes anymore it blows my mind and people you know you go to the a, a convenience store or a private business and in oregon you know you have to put on well when they're open mm -hmm. uh we're shut down again and old kate brown's getting a lot of pushback and lawsuits and so forth so. yeah it's they're they're coming after her now and they're going to take it as far as they can but you can walk in the door with a mask on you can sit at sit at a table take your mask off and now you're protected. Nobody thinks that's I mean, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Now, if I get up, take, take a leak because I had too many beers, I got to put a mask on. It, it, people are living in this false sense of security. Well, fear and, and false sense of security about this little, you know, security blanket over your face. Yeah. Um, I, I, and you can, you can find science on both sides where yeah, the absolutely. mask works or it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, all about how you want to perceive it. But again, the businesses out here that chose not to hang up 14 million signs on the door in the beginning of this have all been turned in multiple times. And you, you, they are, they are forced to comply. And I don't know where people, I don't know where this ends. That's the scary thing. Well, yeah, because if like, if I don't feel safe, I'm not going to go in your store, you know, yeah. but I obviously feel safe. So I'm going to go shop there. So that should be what keeps it open or not. Cause the minute they started this essential business versus non my hair was about 19 feet in the air and I'm like, it's a business. Uh, how it's would open. you like to be it's labeled essential. non-essential? Yeah. How would you like to be labeled non-essential? Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, if you, the left side of the world hates labels, you know, you, you can't, you know, we can't do this. You can't, everybody's the same gender neutral, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. So blah. that's Wait their whole, their whole point is to put everybody in a different bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, then, and now we just labeled a segment of society non-essential. Really? Yeah. And they fell for and it. I shake my, yeah. Yeah. I think people, I don't know. I just shake some, I shake my head and I, you know, in the community and the people I deal with, we're all, we all think the same course, you know, yeah. birds of a feather flock together. I mean, it's a pretty standard thing. I mean, we have our differences, but there's, they're minute. And, uh, you know, I just had a buddy of mine uh, was coming up to do some construction work for a, a ranch I was dealing with. And he's like, holy crap, we got a call. He goes, it, it typically, he gets a call. I was just told I was possibly infected by COVID-19 on the 10th. And he's like, I, I got work to do. I said, hey, calm down. Take a breath, buddy. Go do it. Go get a yeah. test. Go get a test. Solves the problem right then and there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I thought you might have been a little more clear thinker. But they people, that's what I'm so talking about. Back to the inundated. Inundated. And they start to go, oh, God. I'm like, go get a test. 
what's it cost? I said, I don't care. What's it worth to you? <laughs> I mean, I still not anybody that got tested positive instantly burst into flames and died that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not yet. They might be out there. Obviously, I can't talk to them if they have, but yeah. that's been my point since about seven days in. It's like, I don't like the fact that anybody dies, but A, we all do because nobody's getting off this sandwich alive. But, yeah. but B, like, it's not a death sentence at all, not even remotely. Like, yeah. honestly, I, I'm going to die of diabetes or something else way before I probably die of the Rona, dude. Like, look how we well, live. Like, like all of us, just, man. Like, it, there's all these other health concerns that are way more impactful than what we're freaking well, out about right now. Nobody's died of heart disease. Because there's no money in it? Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah. you can't sell yeah. me a fat cure for a mandate? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if they I could guess. sell a fat cure, I'd have bought it a long time ago. But well, <laughs> That's your choice, though, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But in my choice, my heart earned money. But I, I, that's what I'm, you know, with, with this lull and this false sense of security of this vaccine, this potential, and, you know, now that I've had it, you know, quote, unquote, I'm, I got four to six months and I shouldn't be able to get it again. Well, I mean, as data comes along, as things come along, that all, all yeah, I don't. It's gonna be a different idea. strain. Like we get the flu, we get the flu the next year. Like it's not like you get it once and then you're done. That would be cool. Yeah, um, I, I wish. But you know, I get sick every year because I get booger pickers. They bring home crap. I get sick once, maybe twice a year, and go on with the day. Um, yeah, I just think that you know, in the end, people have been so willing to give up so much of their personal freedoms and not realize what's really going on. And so that to circle back a little bit, I'm going to see if an attorney wants to take this yeah. on and the tip of deal because something's wrong there. And, I would agree. And, you know, and I certainly ask you too to keep us informed here yeah. uh, so we can help if your attorney's with it to tell the, give some updates to tell that story. Cause I, I think that's for this case alone, it's very important to keep up on top of that for something that might come along next. Um, yeah. I, it, we always talk about these slippery slopes and some people laugh and other people who've been down that slope or seen it already. They yeah. go, you should listen. You should watch. I've met some folks from Venezuela a couple of weeks ago. They were like, holy, guys, keep your eyes open. Like, um, and we've how did, seen how these did things. Hitler kill six, minutes, six million Jews? And one at a time. Yeah. How did he get them yeah. to disarm? He, exactly. Yeah. I we mean, have the these concept. templates are there. Like, yeah. If you're going to go after some guns, why don't you go get them from the criminals first? And then you might have my attention. Until then, please pounce in promptly. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. That's a whole yeah. other covered conversation for that's another a whole podcast. Other, but, another topic. But it's like, I ain't buying it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, just saying. But history history is bound to repeat itself if you don't pay attention. And that's why it's not taught much in school anymore. And either is that or your basic Correct. rights about what the Constitution really means and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll have yeah, to have the, uh, the By God's Civil Rights uh, podcast next time. Yeah. it's um, <laughs> We'll get to that. But I'll, I'll keep you in a loop. I'll find out if I can get, you know, I don't need some ambulance chasing attorney to go after for five five grand or something. But I, no, like I, it's more about the principle involved of the process yeah. that went on and what's happened now. And most importantly, yeah. how to, to get a handle on this for the next time for, you know, it, it, it might be another public health outbreak. But what's to make it to stop them from from going into a different realm of our lives based on what they've done already? Uh, pretty much nothing. Well, so. Yeah, if you look at other viruses and other things, and it, even with AIDS, we don't do this precisely. We, we don't, not to my yeah, knowledge. Anyways, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I we think don't that's some of the strictest confidence, you know, like you, you, that's why you can't like, if you ever interviewed somebody, you can hardly even ask me anything about their, you can't ask them anything about their personal life. Like they might Correct. have HIV. They might have God knows what, it's, guess what? It's none of our damn business, you know? Correct. And, and I, I totally agree with that. Like, none of my damn business, you know? So it, and that's, and that's where I'm like, you know, I was like, this has got to stop. This is somebody's got to say something, leave it to one fat kid in central Oregon and go, let me see if I can find and mm -hmm. uh, talk to an attorney that maybe can either enlighten me on it and say, no, actually she's got the right to do that. Or no, she can't do that, and we need to take this forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, one step at a time. You got to see what happens. You can't just sit around and eat crayons and sing kumbaya. So I don't know the words, end, but yeah, um, and the purple ones don't taste like grape either. It's really disappointing. So, I know, dang it. <laughs> I'm actually so kind of glad you. they didn't. Yeah, we'd be we'd be shitting. I'll keep you in the loop. I'll, I'll keep you up to, up to date if anything well, happens yeah, from it. I do appreciate uh, all your time today being so forthright and open about what you've gone through and what you're doing now. Uh, well, I, think, I, think, so I think it's good for everybody to hear. Yeah. And all your listeners, they, you know, they, they don't need to panic if they get tested positive. It's not a death sentence. Yeah. They don't need to freak out and quarantine themselves in the basement in the dark 
with the mushrooms and growing on the ceiling. I mean, it just doesn't work. Uh, pe some people are going to die. I mean, it's, it's proven fact. Um, again, people need to realize it's not a death sentence. It's not some, it affects everybody differently. Do we have an older population that have compromised systems that need to be handled a little differently? Yeah, but that's their choice. And That's we've been not, doing that for years already. Again, yeah. I go back to my previous statement. This is not the first time something in the air has made us tip over. This yeah. is a long-standing tradition of battling through this and throwing it over yeah. the shoulder and keep moving on. So, yeah. yeah, and we'll get through it. We'll we get through it, and the and the strong will strong will survive, and the weak won't. I mean, and that's either I'm not talking strong back, or I'm more strong-minded. And uh, we're screwed then. It'll but, happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll all happen. We'll be good. I'll keep you keep you posted. You know, I'll let you know if anything happens. But you know, like I said, we're pretty much a month out into this, and yeah. I'm as I'm as normal as normal could be for me. Well, the baseline might have been in question, but I think after no additional factors. So, yeah, Kyle, uh, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for telling what you got going on and, and uh, asking you to keep us uh, up to date. And, and we'll look forward to uh, talking to you again soon. Sounds good, buddy. You behave yourself. Enjoy Florida. Awesome. Thank you much.